0: persecution, Father, that we're able to lift up your name, Father. Father God, we're not, Father God, running and hiding, Father, but we're able to worship you, Father God, in the open, Father. Father God, we don't take it for granted, Father. We're mindful, Father, of the small things in our lives, Father, that you continue, Father, to bless us with, Father, the mercies, Father, that follow us, Father, each day of our lives, Father. We thank you for our loved ones, Father. We thank you, Father, for first calling us out of the darkness, Father. Father God, giving us that light of the world, Father, that abides within us now, Father, able to, Father, cast out all darkness, Father God. We thank you, Father God, for bringing in, Father God, the ones that we hold dear to our hearts, Father. We thank you, Father God, that you hear the prayers of the righteous, Father God. We we just want to exalt you today, Father God. We want to just be aware, Father God, of your presence in our lives, Father. We know, Father God, we haven't always, Father God, been mindful of you, Father God, We know, Father, we don't always give you the proper reverence, Father, but even still, Father God, your mercies allow us to come today, Father God, and have a fresh start, Father God, a new beginning, Father God, an able, Father God, an opportunity, Father God, that you set apart for us to come together again. So, Father God, we don't want to move past this point, Father, until each and every one of us have our own personal worship. Worship is not predicated on music. It's not predicated on words. But it's a condition of the heart. It is a position that you hold God in your heart. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So who is he to you? Hallelujah. Who is he to you in your life? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Father God, it is your ability that, gave, that you gave us, Father, to take a second thought. Father, God, when we trusted in ourselves, Father, you, you still, Father, protected us like the good shepherd, Father. You slowly, Father, brought us back into the sheepfold. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Father God, you continue to keep us even in our disobedience. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. There should never be a point in time where you're not aware of God. See, God loves us so much that even in our dirtiest of sin, he's still right there with us. See, so we don't we don't think about how it makes him feel. How about someone that you love deeply? Let's think about someone that you love deeply. Your brother, your mother, your father, your children. I want close your eyes. I want you to think about. Someone that you hold dear, dear to your heart. Dear to your heart. Someone that you trust because we all have put our trust in men at one point. Someone that you trust with your heart. Now imagine them taking that trust and abusing it and breaking it. And and you're trying to understand in your mind what would make a person do such a thing. Don't they know that I love them? Don't they know that I would do anything for them? I don't understand why they would do this. Don't they know how much I love them? These are the moments that we don't wanna take for granted. We think that each Sunday we come together and that, oh, I'll have another Sunday, or I'll have another Tuesday, or another Friday. But whether we believe the word or not, it still stands to be true. Tomorrow is not promised. Today is the day of salvation. Bible says that if there is any sick among you, call the elders and let them pray the prayer of faith. We think that sickness is simply an ailment of the body, but some of us are sick in our minds. Some of us need prayer for our minds, our way of thinking. Lord, I can't seem to break this cycle. Lord, I keep doing the same thing over and over again. I keep hurting the people that I love. I can't seem to get out of this thing. I can't seem to break this habit. See, worship has to be personal. This is why he says, don't forget what he's delivered you from. Don't forget where you came from. When you wanted to do right, but you didn't know how. A lot of us are standing here today because we had praying parents, or we had a praying grandmother. We had somebody in our family who had the faith, who didn't compromise, See, there's so much to be thankful for. This is a lifestyle. It's not a moment in time. This is a condition that we live in. This is a state of existence. I'm in constant awareness of God in my life. Because without him, he says, we could do no thing. Some of us have went long enough trying it on our own. Hallelujah. Don't let it be that you have to hit rock bottom before you turn to God wholeheartedly. There are many people who have lost limbs, who have lost family members, who have Found themselves in situations and come out with scars. But had they simply turned 10 years before then, when they heard the call, they wouldn't have to be dealing with that. Some of us think, see, we don't we don't we don't quite understand what condition or what predicament we put ourselves in when we're in sin. When we're out there having multiple partners. Because I'm gonna keep it real, there's a young crowd in here. When we're out there and you you have different partners you see sin doesn't have, doesn't allow you to even rationalize because you'll find you're doing the doing doing the thing that you the very thing that you said you wouldn't do you would find yourself doing see when the word says that his his mercy is new every morning the mercies of God Is that I've had all these partners and I've come out with a clean slate see because it's gonna it's gonna come a point in time where that one person that you really fall in love with that you really want to spend the rest of your life with and in your mind you're trying to understand how am I gonna tell this person that this is what I have now see sin is not something that you can play with the reason why I'm here here is because before we can receive the word, it only can go into a pure heart. And until those things are purged out, you can't fix a problem until you first identify that there is one. And I can't tell you how many times I sat in church, I'm like, yeah, that's about me. Yeah, that pastor at the time is talking to me, all in my situation. And in that moment, I'm like, you know what? Yeah, I'm going I'm to I'm get it right. I'm going to do it. And then the next day, I find myself doing the same thing again and again and again and again. So what I wouldn't, but pride, pride does this. Pride tells you, well, I mean, you know, ain't nobody perfect. That's what pride tells you. Pride tells you that, well, all right, well, you know, I'm going I'm to start over tomorrow. I'm going to start over tomorrow. I'm going to keep it real. says, so all right, well, hold on. All right, well, all right this happened, so all right. So no more for the rest of the day. Okay. You keep doing that, and you're going to find yourself 25, 30, 35, 40. Next thing you know, the Bible is going to call you an old fool. That's the word. But the Bible says that a wise man takes instruction the teacher said a couple Sundays ago who can ascend but those with clean hands and a pure heart so how long do we plan on staying at this level and who was ready to go up but first we got to let go the baggage we got to cleanse out everything that is not of God the signs the signs and wonders that the Bible speak of. See, we don't see it a, we don't see it as a miracle when a man changes his way of living and turns to God. You ask me, that is the greatest miracle. Because I know where I was headed before any before before I made that decision, I let the Holy Spirit come into my heart. And each one of us in there were headed straight to hell until we made that decision. That is the greatest miracle. Is vital. vital for us to be able to advance the kingdom of God, because that's what our commission is. Yes, we were created to worship, but when we became born again, we were given a duty, an assignment. That's now to advance the kingdom of God. That's to bring in the harvest. Well, how do we bring in the harvest? It is with prayer and supplication, but you also need that witness, and that witness is your life. And I don't know about y'all, but it's hard to pretend that I'm living right if I'm not really living right. And you got to remember who. Oh well, because uh, then you're really just doing it for men, and you're not even doing it for God. Because it's who is who's around now. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta put on this front. See, if you're not reachable, you're not teachable. We always say this saying. It's keeping it one hundred. If you have a problem, say you have a problem. So God can actually help It's that simple. When you do that, there is nothing like genuinely, genuinely being free from everything. And then those those things that you desire, then you will find those things manifesting in your life. Because now you'll be deserving of them. So... But it's okay with you pastor I I feel I feel that the altar needs to be open I mean so if there's anybody and the thing is this because we are we we're people of prayer God is a god of new beginnings it it has to be a reality to you that when you leave here that you could die that this this could truly be it And I've heard before that people say, you know, I'm not afraid of death. How do you know? You never die. So, I put before you an opportunity. Anybody who needs to repent and turn to God wholeheartedly, who's tired of playing these games, who's tired of pretending to be something that we're really not. I'm I'm so serious right now. Because nothing in your life will move forward until you identify where you really are. The altar is open at any point. We have time now, but before the word comes forth and you receive it, I wanna present you an opportunity to come up repent we have leaders that can pray if you've been here since Walker ministry started and you feel like well I'm not quite sure where I'm at I would still advise you to come up and just get prayer some of us may simply need encouragement some of us may simply need strength some of us may simply Lord I'm sorry. Some more leaders up. Whitney, you Lord, I'm simply sorry. I want to start over. I want to do this the right way. I'm sorry for my thoughts that I've had yesterday, even in this moment. Even within myself, I'm saying, no, that's not me. No, I'm, I'm, I'm good. That's a sure sign. Because in the body of Christ, we're always growing. There's always room for improvement. The altar should be full right now because we all need prayer. Don't miss an opportunity. This goes for the children too. There's no age discretion on death. Latina, we've all heard the testimony. We've all heard everything about the whole situation up until this point. This is a child who's done nothing in our minds what we would say she's done nothing to deserve the condition that she was in the devil has no discretion on your age i'm here to let you know i'm here to let pay attention i'm here to let you know this is to the children disobedience is a sure way to go straight to hell i'm i'm coming straight up your alley i'm letting you know disobedience and when I say disobedience it's this those quiet thoughts that you have to yourself when you're in your room those quiet thoughts oh how I wish I had a different dad or I wish I had a different I'm telling you the thoughts that I had as a child I'm telling you the thoughts that I had as a child when I didn't get my way and I couldn't do what I wanted to do oh Lord why was I born into this family why don't why because I got I got friends that got money. I got I got I got friends who got a big house. I got friends who got both their biological mothers and fathers. Well Lord, why why me and not them? What makes them so special? See, but I didn't understand what it takes to raise six children. I didn't understand what it takes to raise a child because I've never been a parent. I'm letting you know, I'm letting you know, I'm letting you know, you could go to school Monday and that could be your last day in existence. And as sure as your name is what it is today, you're gonna stand before God and you're gonna answer for this very moment right now. When you're standing before him, you're gonna remember seeing me right here and you're gonna wish God, I wish I just had one more chance to take him up on that offer, to repent. There are two plans for your lives, one that God has and one that the enemy has. Which life manifests is dependent on your choices. talking to all the children everyone that can simply hear my voice I'm talking to you the Bible says honor your father and mother that your days shall be longer and that things may go well with you I'm going to tell you this I'm going to tell you this my brother Dominique, the one who's He's incarcerated right now. When he was growing up, there was always a, a tinge of evil in his heart. This is a very a very small amount from an early age. And it was always plotting if I was given the opportunity that this is what I would do. And guess what? We think that Jill, because of the fact that he grew up now and that he's, in, he's incarcerated, that you know, that, that's, his, that's his repayment for being a disobedient. But one day he turned against his father and he rose up against him. And guess what? I guarantee you that he never thought he would see the day that he would have a child str- stricken with cancer that he would be incarcerated and not able to even get to her. See, the word says this. It says that, you, that the children will pay for the sins of the father. You may not never get what you deserve, but your children will pay for your disobedience. So you may be young now and you may not have children, but one day you will. And when you have a little girl who doesn't, I'm talking to you. When you have a little girl that you love with your entire heart, with your entire heart, And for whatever reason, she doesn't love you back. You will never know what it feels like until that day. What it is to have a child that doesn't love you. That doesn't understand love. Until that day happens, because one day you will bear children. And the relationship that you have with your father and your parents right now, you will relive that with your own children. You're at an age now where you can comprehend what I'm saying to you right now. I want you to take in, take into account and really think about where you are in your life right now. You only get one father. And I tell anybody this, without your father, you would not even exist. That would be an empty chair right now. No parent is perfect. I need you to remember that. Because that same mercy is the same mercy you're going to want when you have children. I'm not perfect. But you know what? I love her. You have a father that loves you. Don't let anybody ever tell you anything different. And don't let it be that something has to happen to you or your father that you decide to make that relationship right. talked already no one's perfect your job your job your job is to protect the image of your parent in your heart because without them you would not exist nobody's perfect Bible says to remove the speck from your eye first so until you reach perfection which you will not in this existence that is when you can righteously that that is when you can say oh well this is what he's not doing but until you put on his uniform and clock in during his hours and work the way he works your mouth stays quiet and you pray for your father that's your job. Because when you stand before God, that's what he's gonna ask you. How many times did you pray for your father? Maybe that's why he hasn't got it right yet. It's cause God's waiting on you to pray. Same thing. Children, your job is to pray for your parents. And it doesn't matter how long it takes. You may never see them get it right. But when you stand before God, he's gonna ask you, did you pray? Well, I prayed once Lord, no, did you pray? He says, pray until you pray. So many people are walking around hurt from parents, childhood upbringing, that will not, that will not be the state of the body of Christ, not here at Walk Ministry. If you have a parent here today, Hug your parent. Hug your parent. I'm talking right now. If you have a parent here today, please be obedient. If you have a parent here today, and then we're going to start with Old and New Testament. If you have a parent here today, hug your parent. Because you don't know what it's like not to have them in your life. Not to be able to call them up. Hallelujah.